What is going on, everybody? It's Zach the Bandit Burke with the Over Six Sports Podcast. And with me, as always, is the Turf King, Cameron Charlton. What's going on, Cam? Man, I'm just ready to bounce back this week. I am ready to hit a lock. I am ready to have a massive week here. I mean, we got the first week of buys. There's so much going on. We're starting to figure out who teams are. I feel a lot better going into this week. I feel a little more confident. I feel like I can have a good week and hopefully pass along some good things to the listeners. I've let them down the last two weeks. Got to pick it up this week. It's a cam bounce back week. I'm feeling it. I think that this could be, I'm not going to say exactly what it's going to be because I don't want to get blamed for jinxing it, but I feel like this could be a good lock week for somebody on this podcast. And hopefully it is uh, both of us. Or me, but you kind of need you you need some love, dude. This is like your cleanse week. I I got a feeling that you you got a you got a sixteen you got a sixteen game uh, win streak coming your way. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, and we just got to talk about cleanses, and we can start right away with the Miami Dolphins. They're heading across the pond. Maybe they just needed a trip to Europe, to England, to just help with the team, help with the juju. Hopefully, two is back. Miami's heading to London. To play Jacksonville, Miami laying three and a half points, 9.30 a.m. on Sunday. So, of course, I'm going to miss the first part of this game because I have to work on Sundays. But hopefully it's a much better one for Miami. I don't know how I bet on Miami, but I cannot bet on Jacksonville. There's just no way. No, I think that's fair. Right? Yeah. No, bang on. Um, because here's the thing. If two is back, I think this team's going to – and let's be honest here, dude. They're better – I do still believe they're better than one and four. And considering that they got absolutely spanked by the Bucks last week, if that doesn't piss you off, and they showed some good signs in that first quarter. So if if this doesn't piss you off that you just got smacked the week before, now you get a chance, like huge broadcast in front of crazy ass London fans. You've been here before, you've done this. Yeah, give me Miami minus the points. I don't think you're crazy at all. I think that they're gonna. I think that the line maybe should be bigger. I think they win by by a touchdown, frankly. Yeah, like if Tua's back, I feel a lot better. Tua to Jalen Waddle could have a big game against Jacksonville. The only thing that scares me in this game is Miami sucks against the run. They have for a couple years now. James Robinson looks really good right now. But I still got to take Miami. I can't bet on the Jacksonville Jaguars with a rookie quarterback in London. Just these things don't add up. And Urban so Meyer. all these things, yeah, yeah. Is this team going to play for Urban Meyer? Brian Flores is going to find a way to get his team to play for him. Got it. They're going to figure it out. They're going to get the win here. This is going to be the cleanse for them. Hopefully, the start of a cleanse for myself. I th- I, I think it will be. Let's go. So next game, we have Cincy heading to Detroit. Cincinnati is three-and-a-half-point favorites. I don't think the Detroit Lions cover this one. I just, I I mean, I know that they're going to want to play for their coach and and all that kind of stuff, but um, do you think that the Lions can handle Chase? Yeah, I'm really not sure what to think of either of these teams. Like, every time you think Cincinnati's good, they didn't look as good last week. And we all know that this Green Bay, like, they didn't go off against Green Bay. And Green Bay's defense is not good. No Jair Alexander, and they didn't get a ton done. 
But do I think this Detroit team can get anything done against this Bengals defense that's really started to pick it up? I really have no idea. Three and a half points. That means I should lean Detroit. Uh, I'm going to go Detroit on this one. Detroit's going to plus three and a half. Dan Campbell crying. His team's going to come for him here. They're going to help him out. I like. I mean, again, I, I don't mind that pick at all. I think this is one of those spots where, again, common betting knowledge, you take the three, take the three and a half points and you move on, especially they're at home. Um, I don't know. I just think that, um, you know, the Bengals, again, poor effort last week. I, I kind of like riding the poor effort, you know. I, I don't look at it because they, they'd be good all year. I don't look at it as a they suck kind of game. It just it just wasn't their day. They could have put up a plenty more points if they would have kicked some field goals that actually made it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, the Packers are a much better team than the Lions. The Lions are due. They are due for a money line dub. Um, there's no doubt about it. They've been close. They've been, But usually they... You know, when they, they, they have a close one, when they had the close one against the Ravens, they did not do as well the, the week after. That's what I'm riding on. I still like Bengals laying the points. Yeah, so moving along, we have KC heading to Washington. KC, seven-point favorites. Oh, man. The Chiefs don't cover. They just, they don't cover. But... Washington is trash. The Chiefs just got embarrassed at home by the Bills. And this is this is a not even a revenge spot. This is just a this is a huge bounce back bounce back spot. I think giving seven to Washington seems to be a bit aggressive. Um, I know the Chiefs don't cover. I'm going against my own conventional wisdom that the Chiefs don't cover. It's very possible that they might not cover. Their defense is terrible. McCorrin's looked good uh Heineke's looked all right they've they've been decent but I'll tell you tell you right now is that Miami's defense just got shredded uh or got got shredded last year by the Chiefs they just got shredded by the Bucks Washington's defense is worse the Chiefs defense is or sorry the Chiefs offense is on par with the Bucks I would say on par with the Bills you're not going to take the points with a that bad of a defense against that good of an offense. Give me the chiefs minus the touchdown. Yeah. You just gave up 33 points to the saints saints offense. You really don't know what to think much of them. This is a must win for Casey. They can't go losing these games. They can't go doing any of that. So Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyree kill are going to have massive games. They're going to put up a ton of points. I don't know if Taylor Haneke can do the same thing, but I don't really care because I feel like this is a game where Casey just outscores you. So covering seven in a shootout, I don't think Washington can keep up. Not at all. Could be a lot, actually. Could be like, like they could win by two scores. Frankly, maybe more. I don't know. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to find out. Yeah, like we're looking at a fifty-five point uh, spread here, or fifty-five point total here. So this game could be really high, seven points, doing quick math there. It's going to be high scoring. And I don't know if Washington can keep up, so we'll find out in a hurry on Sunday. Moving along, we have Minnesota heading to Carolina. Minnesota one-point favorites. This is one of those games. i go here because yeah. I'm not allowed to talk. Yeah, this is one of those games I find really, really hard to handicap because, you know, both teams I could make a case for for winning here. And I mean, I, I do think it, it is going to depend. I mean, is Dalvin Cook playing this game? I would hope so. Um, 
Is C-Mac I, playing this game? That's the thing. Is C-Mac playing this game? He's, you know, Cook's not 100%. Um, Carolina's defense has looked good. I mean, betting wisdom would tell you that the the Vikings with the one point, again, it's a pick em, right? So, you know, Vikings on the road, Panthers at home again. Oh, man, it's like this is such a pick em game. If I say the wrong thing here, I just... I don't know. I, I just I have a feeling that the Vikings just super underperformed against Detroit last week. They got the dub. Um, Carolina's been good. If C-Mac plays, this could absolutely change the game. This is where it's hard making the picks when we do. You know, if C-Mac's in, I think the line moves, frankly. If C-Mac's in, I think the Panthers are probably, it's going to move two points. I bet you the Panthers are probably one-point favorites. And then the Vikings will be the dogs. Um, give me the Vikings minus the point. I think it will be a close game. It's going to be a field goal one way or the other. Um, I, I just don't, the, the Vikings are kind of Jekyll and Hyde. And I just think that if they have, if they learned anything from the game in Detroit last week, it's that they have potential to be good. But if you let these teams that they think are not as good, and frankly, from a rank, rankings perspective, the start of the year, the Vikings are better. I just like the better ranked team here. Sorry to sorry Nate. I gotta I gotta go with the uh gotta go with the Vikings minus the point. Yeah, so sorry Nate, I do have to pick on this game because that's what we do here at over six. We pick every game against the spread. Big thing here is C Mac. If C Mac's back, Carolina's covering this, they're gonna win this game, I think. I don't know if he's back. I'm gonna have to go Carolina again though. I just think they're the better team here. Their defense is better. Their offensive C-Mac and DJ Moore there is just as good, if not better than, and I don't trust Kirk Cousins. I surprisingly trust Sam Darnold more than Kirk Cousins. That Okay, that doesn't sound right, but I'm going to go Carolina again. So if they lose again, I will, I will pick against them no matter what next week. They're not playing the Jags next week, right? Because then I can't go. <laughs> You're just all over the Panthers, man. At least I mean, you haven't locked them up. You haven't locked them up. I mean, maybe you should go for a third consecutive one. They got a hit eventually. As you said, it could go either way here. I, I don't I don't think you know, next week when we're when we're breaking down these games and you look at it, you say, Okay, um, oh yeah, like, you know, Carolina wins by a touchdown, the Vikings win by a touchdown. We can't sit here and say, Oh wow, we were so wrong. It's like there's multiple facets to this game that need to be taken into consideration. Could go either way on a 50-50 coin flip. Gotta go with your gut. Yeah. If C Mac is not in for our listeners, by if you hear he is not playing, then go Vikings. But if C Mac's in, it's the Panthers all day long. I like it. Moving along, Houston heading to Indy. Indy is nine and a half point favorites. And again, I've just seen too much from this Houston team that Indy's okay. They're an average team. They're not great. They're not terrible. Houston's looked okay. Nine and a half points for, that's a lot. So I'm going to go Houston here. I just, I like what I've seen. Again, there's going to be no corners for Indy. It doesn't sound like they have no secondary and Davis Mill looked okay. Tyrod Taylor has a chance of being back. So to me, nine and a half points is just too much. I like this Houston team. Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, they got to win by 10 points. Um, I mean, Baltimore's t- defense looked like trash. Jonathan Taylor had a really good game uh, last week. The Texans, I think, are going to be in a, 
in a similar spot. I don't think their defense is amazing, but they did a really good job against the Patriots team. And I would probably say that maybe the Patriots are the most comparable of the Colts right now. Like they have flashes of brilliance and then they have games where they just look like they're not interested in playing. Um, and, you know, as Davis Mills gets more comfortable, um, he's, he's just looked better and better every single game. Nine and a half points, essentially 10 points is a lot of touchdown plus a field goal, um, especially after, you know, losing corners. If they're not back in time for this game, that could Brandon Cooks could have a huge game here. This could be a nice little a nice dub for the Texans to get their record to uh, to two and four. So I think Texans money line could be a great dog play, actually. But I think they're definitely covering the nine and a half points. Yeah, this is the big thing. This is when Brandon Cooks comes back. You know, New England always takes away the best option. And he's not going to be able to do that. Brandon Cooks is a great wide receiver, so he'll have a game here. And do I know if they're going to win? No, but nine and a half is too many points. Moving along, we have the LA Rams heading to the New York football giants. LA laying ten and a half. It's a lot of points. But the Giants po- don't have starters. Yeah. It's a lot of points against a capable defense. But how do the Giants score? Dude, Aaron Donald's going to wreak havoc. And like, who's Jalen Ramsey? Get, Jalen Ramsey doesn't need to cover anybody because they have nobody. I mean, he's going to be, be on Tony. Yeah, he'll be on Tony. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is going to be... Could you imagine, like, Tony, like, he's like the number one guy this week. And he's like, oh, you get you get Ramsey. Here you go. Yeah, I, your, your first NFL start here is Jalen Ramsey. And a quarterback that is not a starting quarterback. So who is their backup quarterback? Have... Uh, Mike Glennon. Oh, God. Glennon. Uh, what's his I know, face? His I... buddy. Davis Mills' yeah. buddy. I know 10.5 is a lot, but the Rams are still one of my top three teams. And New York has – I don't know if – like, I actually don't know if they're going to score this game. So – I got to take the Rams 10 and a half here. I mean, there's a possibility that Booker could be okay. But again, like you got to remember here is that you have, you're essentially missing your entire offense. So I think he's going to get some points, but like how many are you going to realistically get here? It's not a great spot. So, I mean, you can't run on these Rams either. You can't run on Aaron Donald and this rest of this defensive line. It's not easy. So I, I, I I totally agree that 10 and a half is a lot. Um, I'm definitely not locking this game by any means. Is there a way the Giants could backdoor cover this? Yeah, for sure. If, if you know, Stafford all of a sudden doesn't do anything, Cooper Cup doesn't do anything, that seems extremely unrealistic. So, uh, yeah, give me the Rams minus the number. And it's a big number, but there's just it, – it could be wild, honestly. It, 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 it could be – I, I kind of got to watch this one just to see what happens. Yeah, so moving along, we have the L.A. Chargers heading to Baltimore. Baltimore is three-point favorites. Yeah. Is the wrong wrong team favorite here? I think so. I think so. They're at home. So um, so they'd be on a neutral site, a pick them to a one-point favorite on a neutral site? Correct. Yeah. That still I, seems wrong. Yeah, I mean, you and I both and everybody watched that Ravens game last night, and the Colts were very, very, very easily um, ran on the Ravens' D. Jonathan Taylor, as I said, had a big game, and Pittman looked really good. And I'm telling you right now, 
that uh, Justin Herbert is a much, much better quarterback than Carson Wentz. And their receiving core is miles better than the Colts receiving core. And they're going to be able to do to the Ravens what the Colts did, plus more. And I just don't. I, I think the Ravens are heading for an L here. It just, I think the line's wrong. It's right on that betting line of, you know, you really, you can go either way. I'm going to take the points with the Chargers. I think you'd be crazy not to. Yeah. The only thing here that uh, I do want to look at is the Chargers cannot stop the run. They have, I think they were the third worst team against the run. What do the Ravens always do well? Run the ball. And I know last week they didn't run the ball well, but that was against a defense who could stop the run. The Chargers cannot stop the run. You saw what Hunt and Chubb did them last week. Uh, I know the Ravens don't really have a number one running back, but they'll be able to run the ball here. But again, if this was the other way, I might think about going the Ravens plus three. But plus three seems like the wrong number here for the Chargers, so got to go that way. Yep, I'm with you, buddy. Moving along, we have Green Bay heading to Chicago. Green Bay, four and a half point favorites in Chicago. Oh, man. The Bears have like actually started to look half okay. Like their defense has actually looked reasonable. And the Packers, I mean, you've got Devontae Adams, who's had a decent year. Um, and I don't know, though. I, I just, I don't, this is one of those ones where I feel like I'm going to make the wrong choice here. And I'm going to be like, man, you're an idiot. But you got the Bears at home. Give me the Bears plus four and a half. I I just, I mean, maybe you get a big Mason Crosby game and, and, uh, and Aaron Rodgers is just pissed off from last week. I mean, they did, they did win. And maybe this is that bounce back spot. And maybe I'm too high on the Bears, but I don't know, man. I, I didn't think that the, the Packers uh, O-line looked that good. And frankly, I feel like Matt could have a, a little bit of a feast this game. So I think if you make Aaron Rodgers get out, push him out of the pocket, make him scramble, he's going to make dumb choices. Give me the Bears plus the points. Yeah, I'm with you on this one. Uh, Packers, I just don't know what to think of them this year. They don't seem like a team that's going to cover very often. And the Bears have looked okay. Their defense has looked decent. Justin Fields at time has showed signs. No Jair Alexander. If you're going to tell me that they can throw against Kevin King with Darnell Mooney and Allen Robinson, they're going to find that open. Darnell Mooney and Justin Fields seem to have something clicking. They can go for those deep shots. The Packers, we've seen give up those deep shots randomly. So four and a half points here. I got to go Chicago at home as well. It seems odd because, again, before the year, it's Packers are going to easily win the division. They're going to be competing again. They're going to make the conference and then lose like always. But, no, I feel good about Chicago here for once. Yeah, something's wrong. I don't know what it is. I mean, and again, we could be dead wrong, and we could be talking about this next week. And be like, I can't believe we bet against the Sheriff and, and Adams and and stuff. But then, you know. They didn't cover last week against a team they probably should have. And as I said, it could be a bounce back spot, but I don't know. There, there's just there's just something about the Bears right now that, that's making me lean that way. Yeah, so heading into our next game, we have the 5-0 and Arizona Cardinals heading to Cleveland. Cleveland, two-and-a-half-point favorites here. I think this is where the winning streak ends. Uh, I feel really good about the Browns here. I think the Browns are a really good team. They're kind of coming off a tough loss there. 
they're going to bounce back in a big way. Their defense looks really good. This offense is going to be able to run, run the clock out a bit. They're going to be able to do lots here. Uh, I just I feel really good about both these teams. I think they're both good teams, but I just really like the Browns at home. Two and a half. Going to just play that betting knowledge there and take the Browns laying the two and a half points. And cards have to lose eventually. They're not going, what, how many games is there now? 17 and 0. So yeah, they're here's not week, their first loss to me. And I hate to stay chalky with you, but uh, yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, we I had the Browns last week um, minus the two points versus the Chargers offense, which arguably is at par with the Cardinals. I mean, pretty close. And, uh, and that didn't work out for us. Uh, and I'm going to double down this week as well. I'll, I'll take the Browns minus two and a half at home for all the reasons that you said that two headed running back monster of Chubb and hunt. Um, this is another great opportunity. If you have those guys, there are must starts this week. And, uh, as a, as a Murray fantasy owner, I'm hoping for another shootout. That'd be great to see. Uh, but you know, the Browns are, are, you know, moving on from last week, working hard at practice this week, and they're going to get that dub in front of their fans. So, um, for them to win by, uh, by a field goal i think that's extremely reasonable so i'll uh, i'll lay the points yeah so moving along we have the las vegas raiders heading to denver denver three and a half point favorites here i'm just is this the raiders giving up and not wanting to play is that them trying way harder after everything that's happened like i have absolutely no read on this raiders team Denver's at home, which is always a good spot for them. That's a tough place to play. I just I have absolutely no read on this game whatsoever. Yeah, I mean, this is classic Raiders, though, man. Like, this is how they operate every single season. Like, they'll go on a four-game win streak, and then they'll lose four in a row, and then they'll win four in a row, then they'll lose four in a row, and they'll end up eight and eight. Obviously, they can't do that this year, but that's kind of been their MO the last couple of years. And maybe they want to fight for their new kind of head coach and make a good impression. I could definitely, you know, I could definitely see a case being made for that, but you've got to go to, you're going to the kind of the chilly, you're going to the cold, you're going to the, uh, the high elevation, thinner air. Um, I like the Broncos in the spot. I mean, I, I, again, the three and a half points, this is betting knowledge where you really should take the Raiders here. Um, I feel like Broncos need a bounce back game though. And this is going to be a good spot against the reeling Raiders team. Uh, take advantage while you can. I don't think they're going to be down the whole season, but give me Denver minus three and a half. Yeah. I actually do like Denver here. Ted, Teddy Bridgewater covers this defense looks really good. This Raiders offense is suddenly off the tracks and Denver's a tough place to play. There's a home field advantage when you're in Denver Three and a half points. Again, I just feel like maybe the Raiders will be a huge letdown spot after everything with Gruden. Would it shock me if we're here next week and it's the complete opposite and they come out playing out of their mind because Gruden's not there anymore? For sure. But with all that being said, I'm taking the Broncos here. What happened to Waller? He's been just average this year. Week one, he was unbelievable. And now it's there just seems to be something missing. Like watching the games, cars throwing it 40 feet over his head or 10 steps in front of him. There just seems to be something off there, and I'm really not sure what it is, but they can't seem to figure it out. I know that um, like last year we were talking about how this guy is like a superhero and can catch it when it's 20 feet over his head, but that was just hyperbole. He can't actually catch it 20 feet over his head. So I'm not sure if Derek Carr is just thinking this guy's crazier than he is, or maybe teams are just starting to realize, hey, if we just 
play this guy a little tighter to get hands in the face, um, really play that man-to-man that you have to play and play him aggressive, that it doesn't work as well. And it's also possible that, you know, Carr is feeling uncomfortable, that he can't throw to him all the time and looking for other options and just gets out of rhythm. So I don't know. This one's going to be an interesting one. I, I agree. We, we could next week totally see that this is going to be, you know, that, that the Raiders are, are actually a good team. But either way, man, I, I, either way, I think this is on paper definitely a good spot for the Broncos. Yeah, so moving along, we have Dallas heading to Foxborough to play the Patriots. Dallas four-point favorites. I'm sticking with the boys. I gotta. I, I mean, I'm, I have said I'm going to ride them until they absolutely show me a reason why they don't, uh, why, why I shouldn't bet on them. And frankly, they have covered every single game. And you've got a spot here where you're only four points. Um, I mean, Bill Belichick can barely take down teams with rookie quarterbacks. And uh, yeah, Dak is Dak is not a rookie quarterback. And this is kind of the battle of America's two teams. Right, the Cowboys are America's team. The Patriots are well, the team of New England. Everybody else in America hates them, but definitely two of the more popular teams in the NFL. Um, great little spot for the Cowboys at a four twenty-five start. Um, I like the four points. I, I think you know the Patriots might have a tough time handling Zeke. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take Dallas here as well. We're just going to stay on the same page here. This does feel like one of those games where. Belichick just figures out a way to stop a heavy offense because he just seems to have those always in the past where he'll just scheme up a defense that's going to stop this heavy powered offense and it's just going to be weird he takes away your best option he takes away your top offense so we'll see what happens but again four points I just don't think it is enough I don't think New England's that good and this Dallas offense is good so yeah I'm with you on that and the other thing that I when you talk about taking away their best option I mean you can try to take away Zeke is Amari Cooper. Is he going to be playing this week? Is he going to be back or is he still out? I think there was whispers that he was going to be back this week. So just give me a second. Let me just have a quick look here. Yeah. You still have just so many options on this offense. CD lamb kind of come and go some weeks. He looks really good. Some weeks he doesn't. Tony Pollard keeps looking really good. So they got a lot of options here. So, Sorry, I'm not Amari, too worried. Co- Amari Cooper actually did play this week. It was rumored that he was going to be out all week with an injury, but he did play. He did get a touchdown. I still, yeah, I, I still feel really good. Schultz, the tight end, has looked amazing as well. Um, really, he's kind of moving himself in the top five areas of tight ends right now. Um, yeah, let's not overthink it. Take the team that covers. That's what you got to do. So, moving along, we have Seattle heading to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is five point favorites. And to me, Pittsburgh at home is a big advantage. They're really good at home. Uh, And this defense, this defense is so good. You think Geno Smith is going to go in and have a game against this defense? No. So five points seems like a lot with the Steelers team, but we know Seattle's defense isn't good. Geno Smith is there. This offense probably is not going to be that good. So Pittsburgh's going to get it done here. They're a good team in my opinion, and this defense is going to thrive in this spot. I think that it's great that Ben had a good game last week because now they can show that they can actually do it. And I think they're going to continue to do it. Um, I mean, I think that it would be silly for a Seattle team that hasn't covered that much this year. Frankly, it really hasn't looked as good all year and they've had Russell Wilson. You're putting in a backup QB and expect them to all of a sudden be better or like even 
75 percent of of russ i just don't see that happening i, I really really don't and um i think the steelers are going to start to build here i mean they're not going to rattle off 11 in a row but i definitely think they could get a couple going here and if big ben can even just do exactly what he did last week low 200 yards you know don't turn the ball over don't throw five interceptions you're going to have some success so give me the the, the pittsburgh steelers minus the points yeah, I like it. So moving along, Monday night football. We have the Buffalo Bills heading to Nashville, Tennessee. Buffalo five and a half point favorites. Yeah. The 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 Bills are gonna cover this one, I think. Um I mean, we talked about this in the last couple of weeks that we didn't think the Titans were that good. They're excellent at beating up on bad teams. Uh, they're not so good when they have to play actually good teams. And you could, you know, you people might say, well, the Bills just came off a huge dub on Sunday night. You know, they, you know, this is a letdown spot for them. I don't think so. They, they're they're going to want to stack up as many wins as they can here, really try to separate themselves from the Chiefs, put themselves in that first seed position. Um I think this is in another great spot. I know they're on the road. They do get an extra day's rest, as do the Titans. I just feel their weapons are significantly more prepared than maybe the Titans' weapons are. And, I mean, let's be honest here, dude. It's Josh Allen versus Tannehill. Tannehill is not even close to the same. Give me the bills. Lay him the points. Yeah, I'm going to be on the same page here. This one seems like an easy one for it to go the opposite way. I'm going to be on the bills five and a half. But this does seem like a perfect letdown spot. If it wasn't the Monday nighter, if it was 1 p.m. on Sunday at this point, I'm probably taking Tennessee to cover. Don't think they're going to win, but I'd see them covering. But Monday night, it's hard to look past or have a huge letdown spot for Monday night. You're in prime time. You get that extra day of rest. So Buffalo here, five, minus five and a half. They're going to win this game, and they're going to win it by a touchdown. I, I can't disagree with that at all. All right, Cam. This is the part of the show that you hate. I, I should just rename the segment The Kiss of Death. This is The Kiss of Death. Um, except I get to pick first this week. So maybe this will help you make your choice. No, see, it could be fun. I could be like someone who sits around 50% against the spread and go 0-18 and in locks. That would be pretty hard to do. That would be hard to do. By the way, before I get to the locks... You and I are basically like chalky other than two games this week. So we're kind of riding in nine together here. Yeah, we have uh, three games in total, three out of 14 that are different. Oof. This could be a really, really good week for us or really, really terrible. We're right in the middle. It's probably going to be right in the middle, but we'll see. Uh, My lock of the week, I think the number is stupid. I'm going to take the LA Chargers plus three. Versus the Ravens, uh, I think that's just one of those ones where I always look to take advantage of lines that I think are wrong, and I think that this is it, it's wrong. So really, this is a six-point swing. If I think the Chargers are minus three and they're plus three, it's really a six-point swing in the spread. Um, I think it's just a great spot. Ravens coming down off of a really emotional win. The Chargers they're going to have to play a Chargers team that is a hell of a lot better than some of the teams that they've snuck out tight wins over. Plus three, Chargers, lock it up. Yeah, I like that spot. They're both coming off emotional wins, so I don't know if that really matters. Both games were probably the two games of the week. But, uh, yeah, that's where I was leaning. 
So things haven't worked out well for me at all so far. Pick so the Panthers. I, yeah, pick the Panthers and uh, yeah, no, not doing that. <laughs> so I usually like taking these smaller spreads, these three, these four. We're going to go KC minus seven. KC's just, they're, they're going to dominate this game. This offense is still good. They're still talented. Washington's defense has looked horrible. KC desperately needs a win here. So they're going to rack up the points. They're going to beat them big and uh, take KC minus seven. I'm feeling good about that pick. I really am. Now here's the question. If they, let's just say that KC did not cover, like what's the plan for, for next week? Like are we, like we, we got to do something. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that bridge when we cross it. How confident are you on a scale of one to ten? Uh, about a six. Oh no! You should be a hundred, a hundred. Anyway, all right. What's a what's a dog game? I I kind of just mentioned the Chargers. Technically, they're three point dogs, so there's a live dog for you. Is there any other games that you like where you think that there's a nice dog, even like a money line dog? I'm not allowed to say the one I like. Say it. It's I not like a lock. The Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> Panthers plus one or Panthers money line. Yeah. I mean, they're only plus one. So at that point, you might as well take the money line because you'll get a little plus money on it. So I do like that. I mean, Detroit doesn't seem like a terrible spot to go here. That's probably a better choice just because the money will be better on that. And then the other one, Chicago. I think Chicago could have a big one. And that money on Chicago is probably going to be nice. It could be a big payday. Is there anywhere in particular other than the Chargers where you like to go this week, Burke? I think that there is a you know I I I I do like the I do like the Bears for sure. The only other one that I'm really interested in, just in terms of of, and I think the money line is going to be dang close. But I would be curious to see what you might get for the Cardinals, like. If if a lot of people and, and when I so the Cardinals in terms of a dog, but could the lines switch, or could you get both teams pretty close by by the time Sunday rolls around? Like I think that's just an interesting one, not as a dog, but just keep an eye on the line because if if the line switches and all of a sudden you have the Browns as like a one point dog or something, then that's something you gotta. That, that you got to snatch up. It could definitely happen depending where the money goes. Right. Cause for, for fans and people who don't follow it as well, like the lines that they set, if huge money comes in on the other team, they keep changing the line, trying to get people to bet the other team. So we'll have to see. I, I'm, I'm really interested to look at that one. Yeah. The lines actually already moving the other way. A lot of books have the Browns now minus three, minus three and a half. Wow. So you're pretty getting pretty good plus money. I'm seeing Arizona at plus 140 on the money line now. So if you like Arizona here to stay 6 and 0, oh, that's a not bad money. You get teams like Detroit plus 153. Somehow the Panthers, okay, don't bet the Panthers. I changed my mind. They're still only minus 103 even as a cuz it's a pick'em game. So no, not plus money. Don't pick a dog money line if it's not plus money. Five and O Cardinals plus. What'd you say? One thirty. One forty. One forty for a five and O team. That is yep. just that's crazy. I, I like really uh, interesting. Yeah, I, people must be on the same page. They think the Browns are there. That's just again. I know that we picked the Browns to cover. I still think that they will. But if if that number gets to be too crazy, you might sprinkle a little money line hedge on that. 
or tease it. That works too. Yeah, there, there's definitely a bunch of games to tease here, but uh, yeah, some of these lines are interesting, but we'll find out. This is an end. Like we're starting to figure out who some of these teams are. Some of these good teams versus good teams who have had weird matchups. You're not hundred percent sure, but we'll find out this week. Cannot wait. Anything else you want to add before we sign it off? We're going to have to do some, some NA, it's a little bit more NHL next week. Maybe some recap of our North North division teams, even though there's no North division. Yeah. I think we'll have to go through some of the highlights and stuff in our uh, recap show and see what's going on in the NHL a little bit. Now that baseball's over, we'll have a little time for that, but I mean, we got 18 weeks plus of this. So Maybe the Pro Bowl week will d- dive deep into the NHL. Yeah, well, nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. No, we we just like to give everybody a little bit of something. If there's something that you want us to talk about, just reach out to us at Over Six Sports on Twitter, uh, or at Zach Burke Over Six, or C Charlton Turf, or yeah, whatever. Get a hold of us and say, hey, can you talk about this? And we will definitely fit it into the show. Until next week, I am Zach the Bandit Burke, and with me, as always. Cameron gonna hit his lock this week, Charlton. Cameron, I'm not even gonna say the other name. Cameron gonna hit his lock this week, Charlton. Indeed. Thank you for listening to the Over Six Sports Podcast, and we will chat with you next week.